let the church say amen. amen. Psalm 70. Psalm 70. These are the words you find there. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backwards, put into confusion that desire my hurt. Let them be turned back for a reward of their shame that say, aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say continually, let God be magnified. I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God. Thou art my help and my deliverer. O Lord, make no tarry. Amen. I, I want to use this morning for all of this. Where is God in all of this? This question was actually raised this week to me. A young man that I know is Stevie, who works in a grocery store where we frequent. He's gotten to know me. He knows that I'm a pastor, so he's always got some question for me. I was in there the other day, and Stevie, now Stevie says that he's saved, but he doesn't believe in church. It's all like being a plow mule that don't believe in pulling a plow. <laughs> but anyway, he, he, he came, he saw me, and he, he made sure that he was in the aisle that I was in. And when I got to him, he said, Reverend? See all this stuff in the news and all that's going on in the nation right now. He said, where is God? And I'm sitting high, looking low, and he's ruling and super ruling the heavens and the earth. And in the end, he will be glorified. Where is God? He thought it. Somebody up in here thought the same thing. Where is God in all of this? I believe, my brothers and my sisters, that I can speak without contradiction that our nation, if not in a crisis, it is in the midst of a mess. We have a leader who lies daily, 
one who is totally void of a moral compass, who is surrounded by elected officials who appear to be afraid of him, but in my estimation are just as corrupt as he is. Not only that, not only that, they, they do all their evil deeds with the backing of what is called the religious right. Who don't realize that you cannot be religiously right and biblically wrong. You, you watch all of this. You watch all of this going on and if you're not grounded, you will begin to question, where is God in all of this? You begin to question, if you're not grounded, solid, you begin to wonder, God, where is your hand in this? You, you may not question his existence, but you really wonder, God, are you watching this? He's ruling, yeah, and, and you begin to wonder, is he really ruling and super ruling the heavens and the earth? And if he is, where is he now? Why doesn't he step in? Why doesn't he step in and do something? Why doesn't he turn this thing around? If he knows that people are being dehumanized, why won't he step in and stop it? If he knows that children are being torn away from their parents and thrown into kitty jails, why, why doesn't he step in and shut it down? In our humanness, we can't help but sort of wonder, where is God? Why doesn't God move. I began to get wrapped up in that kind of thinking and get carried away in that kind of thinking and then my mind flips back to 1956, a voice, my mama's voice singing in the senior choir of the First Baptist Church, 500 Merle Street, Gainesville, Georgia. I hear my mama singing, you can't hurry God. No, no. You just got to wait. You got to trust him and give him time. No matter how long it takes, he is a God that you can't hurry. He'll be there. Anybody else remember the song? He'll be there. Don't you hurry. He may not come when you want him. <laughs> but I declare he'll always be Right on time. Now in my child's mind, in my child's mind, I really couldn't understand that. And to tell you the truth, there are sometimes it gets a little foggy right now. It's on time. Think about it. God could have stepped in at some point before they got to the den of lions with Daniel. But he didn't. Are y'all hearing me? God could have put out the fire before the three boys got to it, but he didn't. 
as righteous a man as Job was, you would have thought that God would have at least saved one of his children. But he didn't. Martha even said it. Martha even said it. Jesus, if you had been here. Are y'all hearing me? If you had been here, my, our brother would not have died. Are y'all seeing this? He doesn't always show up when you want him. He doesn't show up because we think he ought to. Are y'all hearing me? I could go on and show you point at the point, but I think you got my point here. The fact is, put your seatbelt on. This might sting a little bit. The fact is, our immediate deliverance and what we want right now does not seem to be at the top of God's priority list. Y'all ain't hearing me. I, I, I don't want to make nobody mad. don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I'm sorry, but your prosperity. Oh, he's concerned about it, but it ain't at the top. Oh, his, are y'all hearing this? Oh, oh, oh yes. I, I, I know you don't want to hear this. Somebody, you went to a meeting the other night and got in line and they, they gave them a soda seed and they told me you're going to get a check Monday morning. But I'm here to tell you that that ain't at the top of God's. That ain't at the top of God's list. That is not one of God's priorities. Please hear me now. Please hear me now. He is a deliverer. And he can and he will grant us the desires of our hearts. But those things are just not at the top of his list of priorities. It's only when you can slow down and get yeah, yeah. our priorities straight. Right. Come on now. Line our priorities up with his. Yeah. You want to be happy, you need to learn how to want what God wants. Y'all want to hear? Y'all hear me? I say, if you want to feel rich, you need to learn how to want what God wants. Get our priorities straight in. When you do that, then God begins to move. And he begins to move in a miraculous way. Here in Psalms is the prayer of David. It's a prayer. The psalmist is praying and and in this prayer, he's saying to God, God, I need you to move. And I need you to move right now. Anybody ever prayed that? Lord, Lord I ain't playing. <laughs> I, I need you to move before the first. <laughs> Lord, I need you to move right now. Now, you heard me say it before, and I mean it. Let me say it one more time. God ain't got to do nothing by Friday. Are y'all hearing me? I said, God ain't got to do nothing by Friday. Dave, he's saying, God, I need you to move right now. now remember where David is. You got to read where David was. David, he had his enemies around him. Yeah. Surrounded by enemies. Not, and, and, and this is the sad part. His enemies are not after him because of uh, uh, he, yeah, because he had done something to them. They were, they were after him because of the anointing God had on his life. 
And let me help somebody out here. Yeah, yeah, I learned that you don't have to mistreat folk for them to dislike you. I wonder if I got a witness. That's some folk who just don't like you. You didn't do a thing to them. Matter of fact, you don't even know them. But let me tell you what's happening. It's the anointing of God on your life. I wonder if I got a witness in here. If you've got the anointing of God on your life and God has his hand on you, there are some folk that just don't like you. Smile too much. <laughs> too happy all the time. Now, there's some folk that just don't like you because of the anointing God has on your Try to live for him. Walk in his will and walk in his way. I'm here to tell you, demons will come out of the woodworks. Come out of the woodworks and attack you on every hand. If you're not careful, you'll find yourself like David saying, God, I need you to move right now. God, I need you to do something in a hurry. I need you to do something right now. Look at David. David said, Lord, make haste. That's an old time word, ain't it? That's my daddy's word, make haste. He didn't say it like that. He said, make haste. I didn't never, never been in one. But when daddy said that, you need to be moving. You don't sit there and think about it. You, when daddy said, make haste, you, you get up and you move. David said, Lord, I need you to make haste. And, and now, now listen to that. Make haste and help me. Let me share this with you. Whenever you ask for help, that means that you've done something. You ain't done nothing. Don't ask for help. You just ask somebody to do it for you. (laughs) But in order to ask somebody to help you, that means that I've done what I could. Lord, Lord, make haste and help me. Praise for help. For himself, he prays, and as he's praying for help for himself, look at this, this prayer, a little strange. He prays for help for himself, but he prays that you ashamed and confuse my enemies. <laughs> he says, I want, I, I want you to shame and confuse the enemies. And, and then in, he ends up not only asking for shame and confusion for his enemies, but then at the end of the prayer, he ends up praying for joy for his friends. Look at verse 2. Look at verse 2. Let them be confounded that seek after my soul. Mess them up. Hear me? Confuse them. Let them be confounded that seek after. Lord, I want you to come right now and show them that you are who you say you are and that you will do what you say you will do. I need you to do that right now. Now, they're throwing children in jail. I need you to move right now. They're separating parents from their children. God, I need you to do something right. Are y'all hearing me right? God, not not only that, they, they think that my trust in you is in vain. I'm not sure that that ain't what was wrong with Stevie. <laughs> they think that my trust in you is in vain and that I'm losing and they are winning. They, they, they think that I'm on the losing side. But what I want you, I, I want you to come right now and show them the real deal. 
that you really do have my back, that you really will do what you say you'll do, that you really will turn things around. Lord, they, they want to see me hurt. They think they got me trapped. And, and Lord, let, let, me, let me just be honest, you ain't making it no better by slowing around. <laughs> Can anybody feel this? Yeah, my enemies are watching me sink. And Lord, you're taking your good time. No, no wonder they think you ain't with me. No wonder they think. Are y'all hearing me? I need you to move right now. Lord, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe if you would stop being so slow and move that many of them might come to believe and trust in you. Are y'all hearing me? I, I believe you stop being so slow. I, if they could just see you working it out for me, and I, I believe it would make a bold statement. Yeah, and, and they would learn right now that you're God, and besides you, now right, none other. God, you need to show yourself right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right right. Look at verse three. This is a strange statement in the Bible. You didn't think they talked like that in Bible days. He prays about that aha crowd. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize they had that crowd back in Bible days. You know that, that crowd that, yeah, that, that, that they, they see you sink a little bit. They look like your faith is waving. They'll go, aha. That, that's the crowd we're talking about. That crowd that is always looking for your faith to fail. You go to church every Sunday, but the first time they see a little frown on your face, they go, uh-huh. Are y'all hearing me? That crowd, that crowd that thinks every minute that you're going to give up the race and throw up your hands, and if you show any signs of giving up, they'll say, uh-huh. Are you hearing me? That crowd that, that is waiting on you to grow weary and weak and your faith, that crowd, yeah, that, that has been watching you leave for church every Sunday morning with your Bible under your arm. The first time they see with your head down, looks like you're giving up on your faith, they'll go, uh-huh. Praise for that crowd. But then we get to verse 4. All at once, his prayer focus changes. Up until now, it, 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 it's been, God, I need this. And God, I need that. And I need it right now. But all at once, he starts praying for others. Look at it. Look at it. All at once, he puts what he needs and what he wants behind it. He begins to lift others. He begins to pray for others. And it's almost like he realized that I'm not the only one suffering. And my brothers and sisters, I have learned in this life that no matter how bad things are with you, you really don't have to look very far to find somebody that's worth you. You really don't have to look very far to find somebody who, who wish they had what you have. And yeah, they, they wish they could have the health that you have. They wish they could have the house you have. Are you hearing me? It's almost like he realized, you know what, I'm not the only one suffering. It's almost like he says, I, I, I can't just pray for me. 
Let me include those others who, who, who may be right where I am, those others who may be suffering right now. He says, Lord, let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. Is that in your book? Let all those who seek thee, all of those, dear God, who are, who are standing in need, all of them, let all of them rejoice and be glad in thee. As he prayed for others, he began to learn something about himself. Let such as love thy salvation say continually, let God be magnified. You hear me? Maybe suffering, but let God be magnified. Maybe going through right now, but as we go through, let God be magnified as we go through. David is praying for others to come to realize that God, get this now, God is not only glorified when he steps in and get me out, but God is also glorified uh, as I go through, if I go through the right way. Are y'all here? And let me say it another way. I don't have to wait until I get out to give God glory. I can carry myself in such a way while I'm going through that folk will have to look at me and say, glory be to God. How? Are y'all hearing me? So it ain't always how I come out. It's how I go through. So, in the midst of trying to rush God, watch it, watch it. he realizes that even while I'm going through, I've got to glorify God. Yeah, yeah. Let me help somebody here. Somebody that's going through right now. Somebody that's got a heavy load on your shoulder right now. Let me tell you, you don't have to wait until God gets you out. You can glorify God. I wonder if I got a witness up in here. Even while you're going through, you can still glorify God. Listen to him. Saying, let God be magnified. <laughs> Lord, rather than rushing to get me out, use me in such a way that you will get glory from what I'm going through, that you'll get glory. Are y'all hearing me as I suffer? Even as I'm going through, uh, I want to magnify your name. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you, God will be glorified. Just watch it a little closer. Watch it a little closer. Yeah, I know you're watching the, all the bad news, but watch it a little closer. The other day, I was watching on national news, probably world news. They were showing some people coming out from Nicaragua somewhere, coming up toward Mexico, and they came across the desert, and they were worn and torn. Their feet were bleeding, and some of them were scratched up, and they finally made it. And, and, and think about it. Here they come out. They made that long trip, and now they're standing there. They're coming. The police are there to arrest them. But let me show you what I saw on TV. 
I saw that crowd of folk, a bunch of them just bowed down on the ground. They bowed down on the ground and they, they were saying, they were saying, and I, I could hear, I couldn't make it out. They were saying, Gloria Dios. They were saying, Gloria Dios. And I, I ran to the dictionary. I had to go look it up. I didn't know what it meant. I, I really, but, 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 but they were saying on national TV, on world TV, they were bowing down saying, glory to God. Glory. They were on their way to jail, but they were saying, glory to God. Their children were being snatched out of their hands, but they were saying, glory to God. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, God will be glorified. I ain't through. I ain't through. A day on national television, on a major TV broadcast, I saw a news anchor with a Bible in his hand. Did y'all see that? A news anchor with a Bible in his hand reading scripture about how the poor ought to be treated. And are y'all hearing me? On national te- uh, a TV, are y'all hearing me? I'm trying to tell you something. God will be. <laughs> All of us must understand that we are here in this world to bring glory to God. And God knows how to handle every situation in order to get maximum glory. <laughs> y'all are hearing that? Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, God knows that if I get you out too quick of that financial situation, you'll give the banker my glory. Are y'all hearing me? If I heal your body too quick, you'll give the doctor my glory. If I let you stay there a while, if I let you lay awake a few nights, when, when I finally do get it, get you out, when I finally do was on my side, hey! Yes! could have stopped, I could have stopped Daniel before he got to the den, but then y'all wouldn't have known the story. Are y'all hearing me? Yes. I could have kept the Hebrew boys out of the fire, but I wouldn't have gotten no glory from y'all. Are y'all hearing me? I, I, I could have shown up before Lazarus died, but I wouldn't have gotten no glory out of y'all. Are y'all hearing me? God says, I'm working it out. Working it out for your good and for my glory. So David closes out by inviting all of us to magnify. That's a tricky word right there. Now, magnify does not mean to make something bigger. Y'all ain't hearing me. I say magnify. Forget what you've been taught. Magnify doesn't mean make something bigger. How can you make God any bigger than what he already is? Let me show you what a magnifying glass does. You look at something so small you can't see it, but the magnifying glass, it doesn't make it bigger. It brings it closer. Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, magnify the Lord. 
Let us exalt his name together. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here that will join me now and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Yes, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. I know it doesn't look good, but to God be the glory. His children are being mistreated, but to God be the glory. They're tearing children away from their parents, but to God be the glory for the thing that he has done. Let me leave by pointing you to a suffering Savior hanging on a cross. He could have come down. Are you hearing me? He could have come down, but somebody help me say, I thank God that he did not come down. He would not come down from the cross just to save himself, but he decided, he decided, he decided to die just to save me. He died on an old rugged cross, laid him in a barry tomb, but I'm glad, I'm glad that With all power, all power, yes. 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 I do not know how long it'll be or what the future from me, but this I know, if Jesus, if Jesus leads me, I shall be free, I'll be free someday, yes, yes, yes,
But this I know, but this I know, but this I know, if Jesus leads me, I shall get home. here today out 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 of the ark of safety here today you don't know him for yourself this is the day that the Lord has made for you he's brought you here for this moment that you can turn it all around so if you're here today unsaved you ought to be moving right now you ought to be coming this way. If you're unsaved, you have not accepted him as Lord and Savior of your life, you need to be moving this way right now. If you're already saved, maybe you're already saved and don't, don't have a church covering. Don't have a church covering. You, you need to be covered. You need to be moving right now.